You are aware that it came from heaven. This is not natural. This was not this not man baked. But this is a divinely made food. What a uh, what a confidence, what an assurance it brings to a believer. To know I'm eating food that was made from heaven. The Bible says it was angels' food. And you know this is from heaven. And you eat. Praise God. That refreshes. That revives. That stirs. That gives confidence to the believer. That he is standing with God. That God knows him and he knows God. And God cares. For him. And God is in this church. To know that God is in this church. Here he has given us manna. Here he has provided to us. Amen. Every night. He was. He, he did it every night. And the rules to that manna. That you didn't keep it for the next day. Because the following day, God was going to provide. God was going to provide for tomorrow. Now, no, even in the natural, the usual. A day-to-day life. God does not expect us. To get worried of tomorrow. He told us to live like birds of the air. They don't have plantations. They don't have farms. But they wake up in the morning. And sing and worship the Lord. Believing that God was go- is going to provide to them that day. They believe somewhere. There is provision. And you never see them die. Because of hunger. Because of famine. The heavenly father provides to them. And how do they know how they will live the next day? How do they know how they are going to survive the next month? When they don't have a garden anywhere, they believe God will provide. Brother Bradham says, those sparrows look at a human being with his hand against his cheek. So worried. And the sparrows say, I wonder whether the God of that fellow is my God. I wonder whether the God of that fellow is my God. My God cares for me. And I'm never worried because I know he's there for me. But this fellow called a human being. You see, he's worried. 
Praise God. There is a song that says, Because he lives, I'll face tomorrow. Because I know he holds the future. And life is worth a living just. Pardon? And life is worth a living just because he lives. Life is worth a living because Jesus lives. Don't get worried what will happen after you have come out of this convention. Don't get worried about the rent and about the bills here and there and what your children are going to eat and how to get that money to that, to, to that loan. Don't get worried. Your heavenly father cares for you. Man shall not live by bread alone. But man shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That's why he took them through the wilderness. The Bible says in a place where there was no guidance, in a place where there was no water, in a place where there was no food, in a place where there were no textile industries, that he may teach them a lesson. That he may teach them a lesson that man shall not live by bread only but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. The word of God can clothe you because those children of Israel their clothes never grew threadbare. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For 40 years, you're walking in the same clothes, but they are not growing old. They did not get torn. And you are producing. But even your children, they are also blessed. A child who began a journey with one man now is a man like me. The brothers began with he still put on the same clothes. Meaning when he would grow the clothes would grow. When he would grow the leg the shoe would grow. Their shoes is the way uh, did their source is not uh... why God was looking after them uh, they are, they are no, they had no uh, markets they had no industries to make clothes but they are dressing what would dress them the word of God uh, no gardens no stores of food no granaries to keep food but they were eating none of them died of hunger none of them ran away the Moabites would die of hunger Egyptians would die of hunger their fists would die of hunger but the family of Jehovah none of them died of famine because their God 
provided for them. The Lord is my servant. I shall not want. The Lord is my servant. I shall not want. Amen. You find believers bowing to someone that because of helps bowing because of helps even stepping on the word to kneel for someone because of help. That is a perverted creature. When you bow before God, you cannot bow before Satan. You cannot bow before man. You cannot bow before your situation. Because you bow before God. When you bow before God, you stand in the midst of every situation. Hallelujah. Amen. He's able to provide to you. David said, That God is my shepherd. I shall not want. He fed them water from the rock. From the rock. Gave them water. They drank. And the animals drank. From the rock, and the Bible says that rock was Christ, and that rock is still following the church. That rock is here. That rock is in Impanga here to feed the convention. If you're hungry, if you're thirsty, you're lacking the Holy Spirit, you're troubled, you don't know where to turn, you don't know what to do, you don't know how to overcome that problem, you don't know how to overcome that habit, speak to the rock, he will give his water. Praise God. Amen. And the drug with your animals. His glory sat on the rock which had no spring. They all drank and worshipped you. That Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God was teaching them. Man can live by the word. They didn't have hospitals. They didn't have hospitals in the wilderness. But they had they had one prescription. The medicine which they had. Hallelujah. Amen. Was saying, I'm the Lord God that heals all your sicknesses. Hallelujah. Amen. Typhoid. That was the medication for every disease. Hallelujah. Amen. So they were not to worry, but to trust in God. That is how 
we we must be we must be like that because we are children of the same God and is the same God leading us now let us go back to the man they never kept it for the following day. God never allowed it. Because that means getting concerned about tomorrow. Gathering enough mana for tomorrow means you are getting concerned for the day that has not come. You are getting you are getting concerned for tomorrow. God never allowed that. Because He is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He that has taken care of you today will take care of you tomorrow. So don't get worried for tomorrow. Praise God. Amen. So if they come to the manner, for the following day, they found it rotten. It got, it got, it got corrupt. God never allowed that. Praise God. A lesson that we should not take care of tomorrow. Brother Branham would be discerning many times, many cases. In the, in the discernment, he hears him telling someone, you are suffering from a nervous condition. Oh, you are suffering from a heart problem. And it was caused by this. You cross bridges before you reach them. You cross bridges that you have not reached. You start getting worried of what will happen next year. You start getting worried of what will happen when this day comes. That is crossing a bridge that you have not reached. In your mind, you are there at the bridge before you are physically there. That is sin. And it Amen. brings sickness. It brings death. You must not do that. You must Amen. never do that. You must never get worried about a future that has not come. Because you don't take care of yourself. Jehovah Amen. takes care of you. When I reach the time of marrying, where will I get the bride price? Where will I get a gown? Wait and first get a wife. Then now start getting worried of the bride price. And when after getting a wife, or wait for the real time of marriage, God will provide for the bride price. Hallelujah. Amen. Now the other thing that he typed, God don't expect you to keep testimonies of yesterday. He does not say we forget them. 
He does not say that we should not give them. But it should not just stay in yesterday. It should be yesterday and today. Brother Brown said, if I ask you, when did you ever feel best in your life? And you say, oh, oh, praise God. The day when I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Then he said that I will tell you that you backslider. The right testimony, the right answer should be oh, today. Today is my best. I have my best experience today. Every day should be an experience with God. God does not get tired to give us his goodness. God does not get tired to give us his grace. God doesn't get tired to visit us. God doesn't get tired to touch us. God doesn't get tired. He has never got tired. He did get tired to visit Adam every day, every evening. He would visit Adam. Hallelujah. Amen. He does not get tired. Now, every day, you ought to walk with him. And even you, you cannot get tired of him. And you, he cannot get used of you. You cannot say, ah, for this experience, I'm used of it much. It does not touch me now. The presence of God every day becomes new. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is our God. So there is the revival of having the presence of God all the time. Brother Brown said the church should be the church should be revival all the time. There is no excuse. For having a formal dry service. Whether it's Wednesday evening or Friday evening or Friday all night, you have no excuse for having a boring service. A boring service. A service a dry service. Actually, one of the things that cause our churches to be stunted. To be stunted. Is boring services. Even unbelievers can be touched by the presence of God. Even animals can feel the presence of God. So when an unbeliever comes and there is a presence of God in the church, he wants to come again. He wants to come again. He wants to come again. Finally, he gives his heart to God. Boring that our churches should not be boring. And 
For us, we don't have entertainment. Church service is not entertainment. So the opposite of, inter- of boring is not entertainment. No. But what makes our heart joyful and happy and nice is the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. A girl asked Brother Branham when a girl asked him you never drink. You never smoke. He was still a young man. Unmarried. So a girl, he thought he has found a girlfriend. It was a, it was a crook. But before they parted, she asked him, you told me you don't smoke. You don't drink. And you don't go to sports grounds. You don't go to discos. Disco. Where do you find the pleasure? He told her, he, he told her my pleasure is in winning a soul to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. For us believers, our pleasure, our joyful moment is when we are in the presence of God, when we are seeing the working of God, when we see sinners get saved, when we experience the power of God, that is our best. But let me tell you, church, it is more satisfying than any entertainment place in this world. You ever backslide, you will tell me. You ever backslide one time, you will tell me. But I'm not encouraging you to backslide. But oh, if a backslider, and ask them, or oh, ask someone who was a believer, backslide, and then come back. They will tell you. They will tell you they have gone to discos. They will tell you they have gone to lodges with with girls or with men. They will tell you they have drunk. They will tell you they have gone to post places. But it is all dull and weak. It does not reach the joy that is in God. They will tell you they lived a haunted life without satisfaction. They didn't have good friendship, genuine friendship there that you find among believers. The fellowship we have and that sweet feeling of a brother, a sister, they're working together. There is a sweet warmth satisfies your heart. That kind, you can never get it anywhere. Not anywhere in the world. It is not there. The singing, 
And the joy we feel that brings tears. You can never find it anywhere. And if you be, if you lose it, you will live hungering for it. You will live needing it without remedy. There is nothing out there. That's why God said, my people have done two evils. When they have forsaken me, I the fountain of living waters. And they have held themselves in cisterns, broken cisterns, that can hold no water. What the world has, what the world has, Yes, yes. Is broken sisters. You cannot be satisfied there. Oh, blessed be the name of God. So that goodness of God, a believer must have every day. The church, the church must have it every day. The presence of God must be in the church every day. The pillar of fire must be in the church every day. The preaching must be anointed and inspired every day. The singing must be inspiring every day. Everywhere you go, when you are in the kitchen, the presence of God will be there. When you are in the farm, the presence of God is there. When you are in a bus, the presence of God is there with you. The sweetness of God will be there with you. Revival every day. Revival is a daily thing. Now there is that level of revival. Of everyday revival. Then, there is a moment God visits an age with a revival. You see now the difference? It's revival, but now a greater tide uh, a greater wave. We have a song that says, Showers of blessings. Showers of blessings we need. Mercy drops round us and fall. But for the showers, we plead. My heart has no. Desire to stay. Where doubts are. Where these are. Is Amen. 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 Now, Brother Branham said, The bride has not received her revival. Yet, 
As individuals, as local churches, we have revival every time. But as a bride, we have not received our revival. The bride, the revival of the church comes with, with, a, with a major with, with a major characteristic. With a major attribute of God. Yeah, not, uh, not every, uh, not, where, not when, every uh, ingredient of the anointing is there. But now, there is a major attribute released for that age. Uh -huh. uh, revival, there was a major attribute released called justification. It was a Wesleyan, uh, Wesleyan revival. A major attribute called sanctification. Among the, in the Pentecostals, there was a major attribute of God released called the baptism of the Holy Spirit which has the restoration of gifts. Now, in our age, the bride's revival, the major attribute that is going to be released is ne. speaking the word. Amen. 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 And that is the seed that fell in the ground. Amen. There are two times a farmer handles a seed. He handles a perfect seed. Mature and dry. And in its perfect, in its climax. When he's planting it. And he will handle it. When he's harvesting it. In all other, other months of the season. Other phases of the season. He will see leaves. That's not what he put in the ground. Another time, he will, it will flower. It will flower. That's not what he put in the ground. He rejoices that his, his garden has flowered. But that's not what he put in the ground. Then another level, it brings a shock. He's happy to see his man putting on sacks. But that's not what he put in the ground. But in the harvest time, what he, what he carries home is exactly what he put in the ground. Hallelujah. Amen. The original seed is Jesus Christ. He could speak. 
Tell the seas to become. And the sea obey. The winds obey. The waves obey. He tells the tree. Let no man ever eat from you. And the, and the tree says yes sir. And it obeys. He walks on the water. He turns water into wine. Hallelujah. Amen. He tells the dead. Lazarus. Come out of the grave. Amen. He comes out of the grave. He spoke the word. Be thou clean. And the leper was clean. Rise and walk. And the creeper walked. He spoke the word. Because he was the second Adam. He was the word made flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Martin Ruther was not that. Wesley was not that. William Branham William Branham William Branham William Branham was it because he represented your season Amen Hallelujah Amen He was the first to mature among other brethren that we are coming. That is our revival. Our revival is the third pool. Revival. Speaking the word. The church come into a speaking condition. Let there be let there be. 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 That is God in His perfect, in His fullness. And that's why His children, mature children, a mature child will be like the Father. Amen. That is our revival. That is the brightest revival. Oh, God has to eat. When that happens, all arguments will be settled. Let God that will answer with fire, let him be God. Hallelujah. Amen. God will vindicate, will show who he has called. He will show who is his church. He will show who is his bride. He will show who is his true minister. I'm hungry for that moment. Amen. Praise God. Now there are, there, are, there are two quotes here that I feel I, should, I must quote. I remember having the privilege by the Holy Spirit to spearhead the revival that started. I remember having the privilege by the Holy Spirit to spearhead that revival that started. When the angel of the Lord appeared on the river and said that, about many years ago, and to see it happen and sit 
Set ministers at a fire. Everywhere revivals broke out. You see, something happened. It said ministers had some fire. And everywhere, revivals broke out. It's very easy revival to spread. To spread. You had the preacher here quote a quote, give a quote. That no, that no church can thrive. In its practice, until a supernatural is being made manifest in their midst, something they can speak to, something that can speak to them, and they can speak to it. That means something real. Now, when that something really happens, even those who hear just the testimony of it. Their hearts ignite. Their hearts ignite. Everywhere. If a real revival started here, in two months, it will be in Tanzania. It will be in Kenya. It will be in South Africa. Africa. Just believe ministers to hear what has happened here. It causes a hunger and a thirst. And their life of devotion will never be the same. And then it starts happening there. Praise God. Ministers has a fire everywhere. Revivals broke out. Why? You could just see, simply walk into a building. Uh-uh. You could just simply walk into a building. And the people just get up out of their coats and stretchers. And walk away healed. They didn't even have to say one word. Just being there. That's all it taken. We are expecting evangelist Ronnie Mutebi. And Shubira Ombozwenjiri. He's the one to minister in this congress in this uh, convention. And when Ronnie Mutebi enters like this, the cripples walk. The lame throw crutches. The blind eyes open. What, uh, 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 what a power. What a power. Just the minister walking in is enough. I mean. I remember one night in Vandalia, Illinois. I walked into the meeting. And I had no more been in the meeting over five minutes. Amen. And there wasn't a feeble person around the place anywhere. Before he spent five minutes in a meeting just after entering. The whole meeting. 
Not even a crippled brain in five minutes. Every person getting healed. Wheelchairs push out and piled up. Amen. In less than five minutes, the rem are just jumping and shouting. The deacons are just stepping off the wheelchairs. Blind was seeing and deaf and dumb speaking. And simply, the spirit of the Lord was present. And he just healed the whole group of them. Now that's when you can do something. When revival is going on. That's when you can do something. Ministers. That's when you can accomplish something. When the revival is going on. But let that revival fire die down. Then you can hardly the people are still Christians. But they are not revived into the spirit. It becomes hard. You tell them pray, they can't pray. Fast, fast they can't fast. fast. Witness, win souls, they can't. You can't, you can't accomplish anything. Even to drive them to praise God is difficult. Even to tell them clap your hands is difficult. Even to tell them watch the dance. Dance to the Lord. It is difficult. They are Christians. They are not sinners. But and even that time when the church is in that condition, sin has it easy to overcome them. They know they should not do it. But they have no strength to resist. That's why you, that's where you hear scandals everywhere. They know they ought not to do it. But they have no power to overcome it. The world prepares into the church and it conquers the church. It's like in a, in a fog in a, uh -huh, in a blacksmith shop. A blacksmith shop is a place so all those uh, metals that are, are covered with fog 
uh, covered with dew. They are cold. When you get that uh, metal uh, to uh, uh, hammer it and, and you carve it, it becomes very difficult. You've got to get the iron hot before you can go pounding it on the anvil. On the anvil. If you don't, you'll never straighten it out. And that's what it takes to have a revival. It's everybody under the heat of the Holy Spirit. They brought down the powers of God under revival moving. Then, then there is prayer meetings going day and night every minute everywhere why the people wouldn't even leave the grounds amen the revival is going on it becomes very hard to, to, for people to go out for break. When you tell them to go for break of one hour, they start crying. They remain in church. They have that thirst for God. They are hungry for God. But because of seeing the convention, when people are risen for break, you find them in groups. <laughs> Others, you find them laughing for this and that and the other. They are laughing. There, you know that God is not there. Amen. Huh? There is something wrong there. Praise God. When you are revived, even you have few words. You have no words of backbiting anybody. Or talking about the other church. Or about the other ministry. There is something eating here. The goodness of the Lord. The hunger for God is eating in your soul. And any kind of conversation. Any kind of conversation. You feel like it is grieving something which is inside you. Hallelujah. Amen. You want to walk away. That is revival. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh. Everybody under the heat of the Holy Spirit. They brought the powers of God and revival moving. Then there is prayer meetings going day and night. Every time. Everywhere. Revival. If the revival is on. Be never deceived. There is no revival that does not have uh, much praying. If people say that for us we have a revival in our place, go and see how they pray. 
how long do they stay on their knees if you go to their church during the day, do you find their people praying? When you go there during night, do you Was find people praying? Visit them at home. Do you find people seriously praying? Other people, you find them, they are shouting, laughing and making uh, noise. Then you know that maybe what they are calling revival is fanaticism. But there is no revival. Revival is born. It is nurtured. By prayer. Prayer. You find hunger on God's people no prayer. If we leave this convention without that hunger for prayer, we have not received revival. We have just received sprinkles, but not a revival. If it's a revival, you get such a hunger for prayer. You stay on the knees day in, day out. Praise God. Another quote here. Then we pray. And when you see a servant of God get so sincere till he is on his face with his hands in the air. Praying to God and blushing because the iniquity of the people. Then you are going to see a revival start. A man cannot lay in the presence of God. A church cannot stay in the presence of God under repentance unless the Holy Spirit comes down and gives action and power to start a move of God in there among those people. Let me tell you, brethren, all those things that we do, they, let us enter in them, in them through prayer. If I ask you convention age, that this convention, before it happened, how much did you pray for it? You should have an answer to give us. That is when the revival will be blessed. Or the convention will be blessed. In Kampala, I think it's about a month now. Every Friday, we have been fasting and praying 24 hours. And pray, yeah, fasting and praying. This is how we do it. 
And, and we shall continue. Because we agreed to do that. Praying for the convention. And even after praying for the convention. To continue in fasting. Until the, the year end. Because we, we want to enter the year with strength. We don't know what temptations are ahead of us. But it will take the strength from God. To keep us straight to overcome. We, that me, in my family, in o, my home, yanje, though you're young, on Friday, there is no eating. Chancia, breakfast, lunch, supper, and we eat in the morning. Then in Kachachi, then as a church, we have sisters who cook for us. The sister Goretti is the Friday, you find them at church cooking. Friday morning, breaking the fast on. We are breaking together as a, as a, as a family, as a church family. Then we are Praise God. We have been doing that now for about a month. And we intend to continue until the end of the year. So what I'm speaking here is maybe it can inspire someone. Because we provoke one another to zeal. Someone can say, Why don't we even ask first as a church? Then also you start and say, maybe let's also begin That's what brings Revival. A revival. And may God help us to survey, to survey, to pray. And Jesus' disciples taught him to teach them how to pray. Because they felt like they have to pray. Jesus, Jesus took them to the mountain. He somewhere and also made a distance When he was praying, he had these ones quiet. Sleep had taken them. He came and woke them up. Hey, Prince Peter. Hey, Prince John. Wake up. Wake up and pray. Wake up and pray. You will even fade one hour. Sometimes overnight. Or medicals also they do wake up people in the overnight. Hey, brother, you have you come to pray? Did you come to pray? Please pray. Sometimes or as sleep is taking you, when they wake you up, you get your gun. You start, uh, you start hitting. Till morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Show me a man. Show me another Calvin. Calvin on this Knox. Ah, Knox. Knox. Ah, Knox. Fini. Fini. Sanki. Sanki. All any of those who feel the burden of the people. Ninga or Menka or Kujiraban Tom Gugu. 
that will lay on their face and cry and pray before God. Send us a John Smith of the Baptist Church again. Who prayed all night for the iniquity of the people. Until his eyes would be swollen shut the next morning. Do you know when, when you cry so much your eyes get swollen? Now this one has cried so much the whole night. He tries to see and cannot open the eyes. Till his wife would lead him to the table and feed him his breakfast. Him. Oh. His breakfast. Out of a spoon. Till his wife would lead him to the table and feed him his breakfast out of a spoon. Because his eyes are blind. Because of praying through God the night. Oh God, save the Lord. Oh God. Behold, they are perishing, Lord. Oh, they are perishing, Lord. Without you, they are perishing. Remember us, Lord. Revive us, Lord. Convict them, Lord. Save them, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Show me a John Wesley again. A firebrand snatched from the fire. I will show you a revival. When we get such men, we shall have a revival. That's what will give us a revival. Let us stand on our feet. Begin to pray. Begin to pray, brother. Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. He's hearing. He's listening. The line is open. His line is open. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him.